This is Everything with Allie Levine, hosted by Hollywood mom, celebrity stylist, influencer, and Bravo reality star, Allie Levine. On this podcast, you'll get a mix of, well, literally everything, from motherhood to fashion, lifestyle to spiritual well-being, all real and raw. Allie interviews celebrities, experts, influencers, entrepreneurs, and so much more. Tune in weekly to be inspired, empowered, and entertained. Hi, loves. Welcome back to Everything with Allie Levine. I'm your host, Allie, and I am so, so excited for tonight's guest. I have an amazing friend and incredible woman and just legit badass. I had her on my show before when it was stripped down. I told her she had to come back with my new rebranded show, Everything with Allie Levine. I have the amazing Tara Newell, who you guys, most of you know her from, of course, Dirty John and her whole story with her attack, her podcast, her mini TV series documentary, and so many other things. But I told her, now that her and I have become, you know, close friends over the last few years, and we really like talk about a lot of real life shit, I love what she's really doing now as far as the rebuilding of her, the recreating of her life, the coaching she's doing, how she's coped with PTSD. And that's what I wanted to talk about tonight. So Tara, welcome to my show again. Yay. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited. Yes, babe. I'm so excited to have you here. I recently went back on your show and we decided we were going to do a little swaparoo. Yes, a podcast swap. <laughs> yes, exactly. All the good things. And I told you, you know, we obviously always talk off of, you know, everything tech, social, whatever. And I said to you, I was like, I love what you've been doing on social and off, because I know you so much from, you know, obviously real life and what you've been doing to rebuild and recreate your life. And I think it's so beautiful and so inspiring for so many others. And so I want to dive right in and talk about how you have coped with PTSD after everything that you have been through and how you've learned how to recreate and enjoy your life and in a healthy way. Thank you. Well, I mean, There's been so much work that has gone into the recovery of everything. I feel that, you know, it's taken years to get to the place where I'm at now, which is in a good, healthy, happy place where, you know, I do have triggers every now and then, but, you know, I'm I'm able to live my life and just like not have as much stressors as I used to like even before just like the attack and everything I didn't have good coping skills so it's amazing that I got to relearn all of that and kind of reparent myself and had so many great mentors around me like um great a therapist that did EMDR therapy with me and great coaches and great just like people that I've met along the way and even just fellow people that have experienced trauma it's we're all able to help each other grow and if you want to grow you're going to make yourself grow and so I made myself grow and get healthy and get better Yes. And like, amen to growth because it's so true. Like it is not easy and it takes a lot of involvement, but if you choose to do the work, you really do reap the benefits. And so when you were talking about the MDR and all that, that you did, can you explain like what that was exactly? And for those that don't know what it is, like walk us through that. 
Yeah. So it's called Eye Movement Desensitize. I can never get this part right. <laughs> Desensitize. Desensitization. Uh, repetition. Repetition. And it is basically you either use your eyes or buzzers or you just add on like another sense to what you're already like um, talking and going through your trauma. So like you're adding on a sense to already like going through your trauma and visualizing it and everything. So you're able to kind of, um, it helps you stay like in the present moment while going through your attack so that it's not so overwhelming and you're able to kind of process through it. And so your um, brain, it's the bilateral movement. It goes back and forth. And so you're able to like stay present and you go through this and eventually the, with EMDR, it is retraining your brain because when you go through a trauma, your chemistry of your brain completely changes. So you need to get back to where you were before or to a healthy brain. And so it's just changing the brain. And it's so amazing. And it takes a lot of work in it. Um, but like at the end of it, you're so thankful because when you have PTSD and your first diagnosed, and you start getting all these triggers, you don't feel as if your life will ever be normal. And now it's completely crazy to me because my life has forever changed and for the better. Yes. Good for you for, you know, really like doing that work and recognizing like, you know, not only have I done the work, but like things are better. I'm seeing like the improvement in me, in me mentally, in me emotionally, in me physically, like all the things. And I've seen it with you too. Like, I mean, I've, you know, I've obviously only known you outside of what you went through, but even just from it being more fresh and the show, you know, with everyone that knows you from Dre John and the show and everything that was around you and how that, as much as I know it was a blessing to you, it was also very much in your face, real life, reliving it every day, which must've been very hard because it was continuously in your face for quite some time and people were reaching out and I know that you were so about helping everyone because that's who you are in your heart but I know too that of course like you also were giving so much of yourself that I'm sure it was hard to also come back to like handle you yeah no and it was crazy because I was giving away essentially so much free help in dedicating my heart and my soul to these women. And occasionally I do help um, women for free, but you know, it's time to make a profit off that because it is an equal exchange where I'm really transforming these women's lives for the better. And, you know, now I'm able to make a living off of that and it's an equal exchange, you know? Absolutely. Well, and I think that, you know, to what you're saying with that, and in my opinion, how I see that it's like, you're using 
you know, your gift and what you were given and the reason that, you know, you obviously went through, you know, even though it was horrendous, this trauma and everything that happened to you, you are creating, you know, yourself out of that and you are using your gift to be able to help others. And then therefore now have become this beautiful coach to transform other women's lives. And I think that, you know, no matter who you are and what you've gone through in your life, we all have different gifts. We have all have different talents and different reasons, different purposes to be here and help each other. And regardless of whatever goes on in the world, we actually are way more connected as a collective than we realize. And so I love that what you're doing with coaching and the beauty that you're bringing to women. So share that with us and how you got, you know, after you kind of did the work and you've worked with your own coaches and now you're in a much more happy and healthy place. What does coaching look like now? And like, what are you doing and what are you working on? All right. So yeah, I did have to get to a really good place in order to be a coach because in order to help others, you kind of have to be in a really good spot with your healing or, and I don't want to stay completely healed because, you know, there will be forever work that you're still continuously working on, but you know, I'm in a really good spot and I'm able to help other people without it stressing me out or being a burden it just brings me joy now to help them out because I'm in my great spot that I am and so I am um first and foremost I do trauma and I do PTSD training or sorry I do um toxic relationship recovery and trauma recovery and I help each individual by just kind of um, diagnosing a plan for them and really getting a feel. I do 50-minute consult calls that are free. And then I kind of figure out like what this person needs because everybody needs something different and everybody's in a different place in their healing. So I kind of identify what they need. And then I've created different worksheets that are a lot of cognitive worksheets, a lot of like different reframing worksheets. And I'm really excited to hand these worksheets out. And it kind of shows techniques that I have learned in my therapy. And then also books that I have read, I've gained so much knowledge. And then now I'm also planning to go to school for ther um, therapy. And so I'm continuously gaining knowledge to help my clients and I really just also use kind of the intuition side of things too because I have been in a lot of these ladies shoes and so I go into my life and I figure out what worked for me and what didn't and then I also have talked to countless women who have been in different situations and I've seen what has worked for them and the science of it all so I really give people kind of, you know, the understanding because I have been through a similar situation. And then I also give people the education of it. And so we kind of work together and um, I do calls every other week and it's 25 minute Zoom calls. And then I check up on them once a week and then they can always text me and so far, I've seen such tremendous growth in my clients, and it's so amazing. I'm so blessed to have this life coaching experience. I love that. And thank you so much, Tara, for like sharing that and, you know, like 
letting us know, you know, like what your passion is, you know, it really is. And it's so funny because I think back to, you know, obviously pre-COVID, pre-lockdown, pre-blah, blah, 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 blah. And you were at my house and we were just hanging out and you were laying on the couch. We were just like chatting about life. And it was shortly after Dirty John had aired and we were just like chatting about everything. And my husband, Justin, said to you, you know, you have to find something that like really aligns with like what you're doing because you're such a badass <laughs> what you do. And he wasn't just saying it in the sense of you just being a badass, you could kick ass, but that you actually like really own your shit and like really, you know, go full throttle with what you do. And I think like, I remember him saying that and I remember you being here and being like, yeah, you know, I'm just trying to figure out what that is because I'm going through my own healing. And so it's so beautiful to get to see you now in this spot and be like look at you helping all these other women and you like you said you've worked so much on your own healing and trauma thank you yeah no and like to be honest like you've helped me a lot with my journey also because you have been such a supportive figure and you have also been a voice of wisdom a lot of the times for me and i appreciate you so much and because we all need people like that in our healing process too. Amen. Yes, we do. It's so true, right? It's like you want to do the yes. work. And it's like you want to do the work. And Tara, I don't know about you, but I feel like even for myself, because you know, and for those that, you know, obviously know me or follow my journey, like I've been through pretty heavy postpartum depression. I've had my own shit. And so, you know, I've had to heal a lot of my own traumas within that. And I've spoken to you about it. And I've said to you, like, you know, it's interesting how, after you really put in the work, how you start to look at the people around you and you really look at like who is vibrating at like your level and like really wants to give you that energy and that support that you just described and who just doesn't yeah. serve that space anymore. Yeah, no. And I know that like, there's been a lot of people that, you know, we may love, but you know, their energy does not serve us. <laughs> Yeah. And I think that that's like a real thing that honestly, 2020 has really been, you know, for those that have like the eyes to see it and that have had their eyes open during this time, which I know are you and I, like, it's really interesting how you look at it and say like, okay, who is, you know, serving like what I am working towards, who is part of that healing and growth? Because truly that's where we're going with this world. Like we are all supposed to be healing. We are all supposed to be working on our inner so that the outer can match. And it's like, I think a lot of people get caught up in, you know, obviously the bullshit and the drama, but it's like, what have you been doing to serve you? What have you been doing to make sure that like, when you come out of this, that you're in a better space. And I know for you, you've done so much work. Oh yeah. No. (laughs) Yeah. But it's like, you know, it's like, you gotta be motivated to do the work like us. And then, you know, both of us like support each other. And like, we have so many great people in our lives that we realize now. And it's like, you know, we seen 2020 as a blessing rather as like, it's the worst year ever. I feel like it's been the best year ever. Right. Allie. I know. Isn't it funny? Like I, it's so funny you say that because I I like literally have said to so many people and they're like, you know, this is such a heavy year and it's so hard and this is it. And I'm like, look, I don't take away from how hard there have things and how things have happened. But at the same time, like, I agree with you. Like I look at where I was back when I was at the end of my pregnancy with Arlie, even you said to me when I was running around, when my TV seconds doing all these things, you were like, Al, 
you need to like slow down. You need to relax. Like you're about to have your baby. He's about to be a mom of two. Like, and I was like, it's fine. I'm, I'm good. And it was like the world literally like made me sit on my ass. Like I was like, and you're done. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I'm like, you have the kids and I'm at home and I'm doing way more self-care um, than ever. And I'm like, you're the one that needs more self-care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so true. I know. I'm like, well, I'll keep, I can get in a bath. But, you know, it's like, it, it's so true. And it's like, if you can look at this year and be like, okay, how do I look at this as a blessing? How do I make this work in my life? What does align? What doesn't serve me anymore? And like, how do I come out of this better? Because really, like at the end of the day, when you walk away from this year, like, what do you want to feel? What do you want to see? Because you can't change what this was. So it is what it is. So it's like, and I think for you, and you've also taught me that with your own, like, healing and work you've done yourself. And I know you even share in your social with like your coaching and your quotes that you share of inspiration, like you talk about like how we really do have to find, you know, the good and everything or the lessons and things. And so for you, Tara, like, how did you start to like build that mindset when you were working on your own healing and doing that work? So I actually went to this festival called Girl Talk Festival and I met a lot of life coaches there and I thought when I met all these life coaches, excuse me for having this mindset, but I was like, I'm so much better at like talking about telling someone to get out of a toxic relationship than a lot of these women. And I don't agree with some things that they're telling these people. And, you know, you meet so many people and we all have so many different opinions and experiences that like, I may work for a lot of people and I have so much experience, but you know, someone else may work for someone else. And that's when I saw it like, okay, I want to start thinking about doing life coaching but I don't think I'm in the right place yet. So I just started thinking about it, thinking about what I might need to do. I started asking around, you know, asking my friends that were life coaches how they got to that point in their life. And they just started telling me that they did this seminar, that they had this training, that they did this. And I'm like, well, I've done this. I've done, you know, so much of this. And I'm like, well, okay, I can become a life coach. All I need is a hefty contract. And so I started giving that more thought. And then I started thinking about what I need in order to give someone the right setup. And I thought about um, having everything written down that I've done in my life. And then I started creating this workbook. And then from there, I really came up with plans for my clients and for future clients because I really wanted to make sure I was prepared. But then I wanted to like make sure I was fully there. And so I had to make sure I was like in a really good spot with my healing. And COVID came around and the beginning of COVID, you know, it was a lot to process through <laughs> with everything happening. It was like, it kind of triggered me, triggered my PTSD a lot, to be honest. And I went into survival mode. So I kind of had to get out of that survival mode and get to a good place and um, 
COVID times. And then now I was like, okay, I created this workbook. I created so much content. I'm starting to create so much things and I have all this information to use. So now is the time to launch. And then I launched in August. Yes. I love that. Well, and I mean, like, let's be real the beginning, cause we're now at the end, obviously like at the beginning of yeah. the pandemic and the beginning of everything, it was like, okay, it was super intense. And I think all of us were like, not only on our asses, but it was like, holy shit, what's tomorrow. Oh, what's this going to be? What's that going to be? Like, it was so intense. But now that we're like near the end, I think like you've said, like we can start to look at things and see things and be like, okay, what have I done during this time? What have I worked on? And like you just said, you launched your coaching business in August. Like you just said, F it and went for it. Yeah, no, and you kind of have to say like, F it, let's do it. But you have a lot of planning with that. You know, it's like building a business takes a lot of work. And then you like have this great idea. And then you think like, it's going to be so easy because you're so passionate about it. And then when you do it, you're like, oh, this is a lot of work. I need to uh, wait like six months out and plan everything. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So true. So talk about that. Like when you decided to say F it and go for it, like what did that look like for you? And how did you feel walking into that space to be a coach after knowing like you obviously, you know, worked with your own coaches and like you said, have been working on your healing and your trauma for so long. Like what was it like for you, Tara, to step into that role? Well, it felt really scary at first because I never want to tell anyone the wrong information. However, as time has gone by and I've had more clients, I felt as if it's like the best thing that has ever happened because it is so what I need to do. And so like, it's such a gift of mine and I need to use this gift and bring it forward and show people my gift, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, you know, like when you say like it was scary and you stepped into it, like what, I guess, what was it like when you first started coaching like these women? Did you just feel like immediately like you were in something that like you already belonged and it just kind of flowed or like, what was it like for you stepping out of, of, you know, the fact that you were doing, you know, so much work on yourself and then you were working on building this business and then finally said F it, let's go. And then started to, you know, actually work with these clients. Like now from August to now we're like, you know, at the end of 2020, what was it like? Like, what is it like for you now? Like looking at all of that? Well, honestly, it like still is a little bit scary because it's still a thriving business that I'm trying to get up and going. And so, I mean, I forever kind of will have those imposter thoughts, but I'm still like having therapy of my own and while having my therapist hold me accountable too. And just like reminding myself that I could do this because a lot of it is that I have been in situations too, where I haven't been as secure as I need to be in myself. And so, you know, it is a little bit scary, but then it, also feels like I'm a bad bitch, Allie, because I've never been at such a great place in my life. And this is my journey. And you know, when things just align, it's like, it's just like everything just works, you know? 
Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that. And it's so true. It's like when you align and you just, like you said, you just find like what you're meant to do and just go for it. It's like, it really does. It, it, it still is scary, but it really does align and it flows and everything comes together, which is, you know, just such a good feeling. And I love that you said too, like you were really vulnerable and shared that, you know, it's still scary and you're obviously getting everything still going because it's still obviously new. The fact that you started back in August, but at the same time, you're loving it and you're in such a happy place and you're enjoying it so much. Like, I think that's such a great message for others listening who are afraid to take that step and say, F it, let's go for it. It's like, listen to you, like you're loving what you stepped into and now you're claiming your power in it. Yes. No. And then it's just been the most amazing thing because once I came to that place, like everything kind of else in my life has aligned, you know, like I got to the right place where I'm open for a relationship with someone and then I met someone and so everything just kind of just flows into place once you've done all of that work oh my gosh such another you know such a good message that you just said there because it's such a good point like it's so true it's like when you align in one area of your life whether it is business or personal everything else starts to align because you are living your purpose and you are actually yes. connecting back to you. And so it makes sense why after you've done all this work, as you said, and now you started the coaching business and you're in a healthy and happy place. And now you're helping others and giving back and giving that gift. Now you're in a place where you're attracting others to want to be around you to align in that along with a great guy in a relationship. Yeah, no. And then it's like, it's so funny because like, um, you know, you have Kyle, um, the astrologer on your podcast, Kyle Thomas, and I have him on mine because I listened to him on here and he told me that I had like seven years of bad luck. (laughs) 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 And I was like, okay, that like makes sense. And then he was like, but now is your time. And it's like, he so is true because really now is my time. I've done my work. I've gotten to the place. I've I'm doing what I want to do. And I also, like, I just also created a law um, with Laura Richards, a coercive control law. And so it's like, it's all just flowing together, Allie. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh my God. Kyle, yes. so funny. I can't even, Kyle Thomas, if you're listening, I can't even that you told her seven years of bad luck. I mean, he's so honest. I love him for that. But like, oh my God, I, I just, I'm sorry. I had to laugh. I'm like, oh my God, poor Tara. <laughs> Well, you know, I got hit by a car. I, um, you know, been stalked by someone. Then someone tried to kill you. The deal. Yeah. (laughs) Well, hopefully, you said that you're aligning with the universe now, and things are gonna be better. I hope. (laughs) Oh yes, no. He said that. He's like, "This is your time, girl." Okay. Good. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Amen, universe. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Or I may have told myself that for me, but like he basically told me that. <laughs> okay, good, good. No, yeah. Okay. We, we, we like to hear that. Yeah, no. I mean, so, yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, like, look, I like in all seriousness, and you know, I like I love you and adore you, but like in all seriousness, it's like anyone that's listening, it's like, if you know Tara's story, if you don't go back and listen, and you can also listen, I'll put the link in my show notes for the first episode, but like, you can look up Tara's journey. You can look up the shit she's been through. You can look up all the things that happened along with Dirty John. And so 
to hear her story and to see all that and to not only see that she's a survivor of it, but now she is thriving. And not only is she thriving, but she is actually helping other women now be able to thrive as well and transform their lives and be the coach that she is. Like, it's extremely inspiring, babe. Oh, thank you. Well, you know, if anyone's listening that needs to be held accountable and thinks that we may be a perfect fit for each other, or even just wants to give a little chat with me, I'm so open to chatting and helping you heal on your journey. So let me know. And I thank you for your support, Allie, because you are so amazing. And You've helped so many other people's lives transform, you know, just like I actually have sent a lot of my friends from high school, even who are having kids. I'm like, go follow Allie. Like she's the person you need to listen to and watch. Oh, I love you. Well, thanks, babe. I mean, you know, it's like I said before, like we really are all here for each other, whether we realize it yes. or not, like we really are, you know, and the more we can get on that page and each of us do the individual work, the more we're actually going to come together as a collective and it is happening and it's, and it's beautiful. And I mean, so what you were just saying about, you know, helping others and helping with that healing and being able to be held accountable, share with us before I let you go, some tips and, you know, just quick advice of how people can step into starting to hold themselves accountable and what are some things that you would maybe advise for them to do and like what are some things they can also do for self-care and self-love because I know you're very big on that and you speak on that on your social well first and foremost I want to say that if you are struggling having self-realization that you are struggling is the first step and then don't ever be afraid to ask for help you need to have someone to kind of like help guide you or like kind of kick you in the butt if you're down or someone to help be a non-biased opinion because we have so many friends and it's great to talk to our friends. However, our friends have so many opinions (laughs) and we don't need to hear those opinions a lot of the time. Sometimes we need someone to tell us Like, hey, I've been in this place before, but I'm here to listen to you and help you in any way that I can. And let's band together, girl. And I have so much knowledge for you. Um, And something else is if you don't want to ask for help right away, really try to get knowledge of what you are looking for. Like if you want healing and like imposter thoughts, if you feel insecure, then um, Google like how to reframe your thoughts and find different people on Instagram that will teach you that and different YouTube pages. And um, another thing is you can also... (laughs) Just go to um, different websites. I think there's a therapy, Dr. Phil has a therapy website, but it doesn't have um, the, copay, the, copay, the copay right now. And so if you go there, you can get free fair therapist advice if you really just want to talk to someone right away. Um, and then there's lots of other coaches out there. If you come and look at my stuff and you feel like 
uh, maybe I'm not the right fit. There's always someone else there and getting help is so important. Also, if you are in an abusive relationship, um, start to tell your friends, start to tell people, start to document anything um, going on. And if you feel like you want to leave, do not just leave right away. Start to plan that leave because planning your leave is so important because these people are smart. And leaving someone who is a narcissist, sociopath, or psychopath isn't just that easy. So it is extremely important to just not leave and to plan it out. And then for some self-care, I really like to go bike riding, do some yoga. Doing yoga, it works with your mind, body, and like spirit. So you're getting that physical exercise while working with your mind at the same time. And I, whenever I do yoga and at least do it like three days a week, I can handle anything that comes my way that's a stressor. So I really like yoga. Also taking but um, baths is very helpful because it helps um, with your blood flow, helps calm you down, the heat helps with your mind, and it helps relax your body. Also, just taking a walk and moving your body, getting um, that anxiety and moving that anxiety around is super helpful. So there's some tips um, for some self-care. Amazing. Thank you so much, Love, and thank you truly for showing up and doing the work and showing others that they can do it too and they can heal from their own trauma and not only heal but transform. Tell us where we can find you and follow you and if they do want to work with you as a coach, how they can reach out. All right. Well, thank you. I am just launching a new website soon. It should be up soon. It is TaraNewellSurvival.com. T-E-R-R-A-N-E-W-E-L-L Survival.com. And then also on Instagram, I am just Tara, T-E-R-R-A-N-E-W-E-L-L Newell. And then on Twitter, I am Tara underscore Newell. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, love, for being here. And guys, if you're going to take anything away from this show today, it's, you know, really decide to do the work. Hold yourself accountable, like Tara said. Do the work. Put in the work. It really is going to allow you to reap the benefits. Work on that expansion of yourself. Work on finding that power within yourself. And then if you need help, as Tara said, or you are going through something abusive and you're listening, obviously reach out to your friends, reach out to family, reach out to those that you trust and make sure you make a plan. And obviously Tara is in the front lines of this. So reach out to her if you need a resource or someone around her that she can guide you to. And, you know, thanks so much guys for listening. And, you know, remember you can always take your trauma and be transformed. So Tara, thank you, love. And cheers till next time, guys. Bye. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for listening to Everything with Allie Levine. If you loved this episode, please leave a review, screenshot this episode, tell a friend, tag us on social media, subscribe, tune in weekly for new episodes, and to continuously be uplifted, empowered, and inspired.